Welcome to Stirring Words, where health and fitness experts Kim Taylor and Judy Ulrey explore God's wisdom on wellness. Listen in now on their weekly phone conversation. Miss Kimberly. Hey, Judy, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you, Miss Kimberly? I am doing fantastic. God is so good. He is good. Before we go there, let's talk to him and ask him to bless our time, shall we? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Oh, Father, you are good. And can I just take this moment this morning to thank you for your word? Because it is a constant reminder of your goodness, your faithfulness, your steadfast love for us. And for whatever reason, we need to be reminded again and again and again. So thank you for your words of truth. Thank you for the passage in Second Thessalonians that you have given me of late that I want to share this day with my sister, Kimberly. Thank you that you are good and that where two or three are gathered, you are with us. Guide our minds, guide, guide our words, guide our thoughts that all we say might bring you glory. Amen. 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 Powerful, powerful, powerful prayer to get us started today. Yes, ma'am. Okay. I have a word for you. Lay it on. Let me just tell you, sister, this passage, it's two verses. I have been circling around this passage for multiple months. And every time it it calms my heart. Mm. It is just because, as you know, both of us have lots of plates spinning relative to um, things and projects that we really want to do and offer up to stir up the saints and bring God glory. And sometimes I can get in the middle of that. And this word reminds me that it's not about me. It's not about my efforts. It's not about my organization of my time. It's not about how smart I am. It's not about me in any way, shape, or form. It is all about God. And I just feel like whether we're talking about our work efforts, our ministry efforts, our physical efforts to care for our temple, we keep forgetting it's not about us. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. We keep trying. We keep working. We keep pushing, 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 pushing. And this verse, which is 2 Thessalonians 1, verses 11 and 12. And it says, to this end, we always pray for you that our God may make you worthy of his calling and may fulfill every resolve for good and every work of faith by his power so that the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you and you in him according to the grace of our God and the Lord 
Jesus Christ. That is so very powerful. That is not pap. So we start off with verse 11. There are some verses that say um, that our God, that our God may count you worthy and may fulfill every resolve for good and every work of faith. Now, is that every ministry um, opportunity, every ministry project, program, vision across the world is that we have we have resolve for good we we have we have works of faith and what this this these verses say is lord may you fulfill our resolves for good and and again i think this is so appropriate for our audience who struggle with taking care of their bodies with walking regularly with eating well with just staying on track in terms of caring for the miraculous machine that God has given thee. Because it says, because to take care of your temple, to take care of your body is a resolve for good. Yes. But it also is a work of faith. And I know our listeners are like, yes, it's a work of faith, but I keep toppling. And so it goes back to that our God might make you worthy of his calling that our God might fulfill every resolve for good, that our God might take every work of faith by his power. Yes, yes. So that the name of the Lord Jesus might be glorified. Indeed, indeed. And it is a high calling because as you were talking, Judy, about how sometimes we can get so focused on ourselves that we forget that the work that we're doing is for a higher purpose. And and immediately, actually, as you were speaking the scripture, I thought about this quote by um, author Corey Timboom. And um, she's the one who wrote the hide in the place. Yes. And indeed, she wrote this quote. And it says, if you look at the world, you'll be distressed. If you look within, you'll be depressed. But if you look at God, you'll be at rest. And I love that quote. I love that. Post that that on your website today. Yes, it's a great, it's a great quote, Judy, because we get so discouraged sometimes because we think that we're the ones that have to get this thing done. And while that's true to a certain extent, and that we're carrying out the actions, the power to do good is found through God's Holy Spirit. And that is what we have to realize. And and indeed, I was thinking actually about how um, I did a Bible study at church one time, and it's called I Want to Change, So Help Me God. But the <clears throat> illustration in that was when we, we think about us having to generate the power, it's like get it, feeling like you're in a rowboat across the ocean, like you're, you're feeling oh, like yes. you're the one that has to generate the power to get across the ocean. Of course, you're going to get tired trying to roll across the ocean in a rowboat. But when you recognize that it's God's power who's propelling you to do the work that he's called you to do, then it's like by being in a sailboat. And it's allowing the God spirit to propel you forward and give you the wisdom to do take the steps that he's calling you to do. And not only does he give us the wisdom to know what to do, but then he also gives us the power and the strength to do it. And I love that that scripture where it says that we have everything that we need 
pertaining to life and godliness. So again, it's about turning our attention to God who does the work within us. He's already made us a promise. And he said that he who began a good work in us will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. So God is committed to completing the work that he's called us to do. So because God doesn't give up on us, then therefore we shouldn't give up on us either. So So how do we encourage our listeners to get the balance? Like how do we as Christ followers get the balance between where his power starts and our legs need to get moving. Mm-hmm. You know, where is that balance between, you know, we're not called just to sit and wait and, and see life miraculously unfold. But at the same time, it really is, you know, they talk about getting ahead of God. I heard one pastor say, you can't run that fast. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but it is true when, for me, let me just share my heart. For me, it's okay. when I begin to get anxious, I know I have not surrendered. I was, yeah, I was actually going to say peace is a hallmark to know that you found the right balance. Because if you start getting anxious and worried, then you know that that you need to take a step back. Um, because that means that you're you're stressing yourself out and you're feeling overwhelmed. And even King David, when you go back and read the psalm, he talked about when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And I oh, love that. I love that. that verse. Yeah. You are the verse. And I love it. I love that scripture. I love that too. I love Could that you scripture. say that again? Yes. It says, when my heart is overwhelmed. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And see, Judy, that really plugs into what we're talking about in recognizing that the purpose that God has called us to, it's it's so much higher than the things of this world that we have to recognize that and keep our eyes stay on the Lord and recognizing that he has created us to will and to do his good pleasure. So it's really such a a wonderful thing that God has called us to. And while we're while I was talking here, I was thinking to myself that scripture it's Psalm um, sixty one verse two, and it's actually the one you just quoted. Yes, the one I just quoted, and it actually starts out because um, I I have it actually in front of me. I was looking it up because I was thinking to myself, where is that? I know it's in Psalm, but it's Psalm sixty one two, and it starts out. From the end of the earth, I will cry out to you. I will cry to you, rather. From the end of the earth, I will cry to you. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And that is so wonderful, Judy, because it really is about having that relationship. In fact, at the very beginning of the scripture that you're talking about, 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 11 through 12, it says, therefore, we also pray always for you. And this yes. is the Apostle Paul. He's talking about the being that prayer is essential, that he's praying for the saints and we pray for one another. But then we also ourselves need to be plugged into that source. And that source is our relationship with God. I just, oh my goodness, I'm, this is really just bringing up so many thoughts here. 
that we're plucked into that source and his, his presence, fullness of joy, strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. So again, it's about relying upon him and his strength to get us through to glorify him because our hearts are centered on glorifying him. Well, and then we can never forget, we probably need to say it every week about uh, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so when in fact we are feeling anxious or, or again, when we think of our listeners who maybe it's, it's an after the fact where they're feeling frustrated because they didn't do their walk, they didn't eat well, they didn't, whatever they didn't. So whether it's um, anxiety before or frustration after, it all goes back to going back to the rock, going back to the word, going back to the balm of Gilead, which is the salve, which is the word. Yes. It really, really, really is the word, which leads us to Jesus the Christ. Yes. Which leads us to our Savior. Absolutely. Which is the one who says, I know you messed up again. I know you've taken the reins again. I know you're anxious because you think it's all about you and you think you're in charge. I know. I was, I've been waiting for you to give me back the reins. Absolutely. Let me, let me take this. Absolutely. And then I, of course, I always, and you know this about me, sister, is um, I always go back to Isaiah 4110, which I need to just read it out loud because it is... Again, whether it's just a life issue in terms of, you know, work or relationships or whatever it is, or whether it is, again, with our listeners who are really working hard to eat differently and move more regularly and all that. Oh, I'm in Jeremiah. That's not gonna <laughs> and I, I feel like I have it memorized, but it's just so profound. I don't want to miss one comma, right? Yes, I understand. And it's Isaiah 41.10. Oh, yeah. And I want our listeners to just, if you're not driving, close your eyes. I want our listeners to just close your eyes for one moment. And I want you to pretend that it is your God Almighty speaking directly to you. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Mm. Mm. I'm telling you, sister, that makes me cry. Like almost every time I read it. Because... I, I don't I don't want to admit how many times I need to go back and say, oh, I am afraid. I am dismayed. I am anxious. I am yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Judith, fear not. I am with you. I will help you. I, I think of that verse, that those, what is that? Four words. I will help you. Yes. Oh, yes. Help, strength. I will holding. help you. Oh, my goodness. I will help you. But it goes back to 1 Thessalonians or 2 Thessalonians that says, let him fulfill every good work. Let him fulfill. Let him lead the way. Yes. 
I love who, who sings Jesus take the wheel. I mean, yeah. That's just a great country song yeah. that says, Jesus, take the wheel. Carrie Underwood. I love that, too. But then, you know, <laughs> we take it back. <laughs> yeah. And he know, but he knows that we're, we have this, this treasure in these earths. And this flesh gets in the way because, like, like Jesus told the apostles, um, the disciples, he told them, you know, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. <sighs> And yes. there are times when we trust in our flesh when, of course, we shouldn't because it's so easy to do. We're walking around in this flesh. It's, it's so real to us where we have to remind ourselves of the things of the spirit and realize right. that we're walking in the spirit. We're not walking according to the flesh. But it's a day by day process. See, I think sometimes, Judy, that we get frustrated because we try to look so far ahead at things. And and like you mentioned, it's it may be hard to get ahead of God, according to the pastor that you quoted earlier. But that doesn't right. prevent us from trying to do it sometimes. When we're sitting, you know, <laughs> exactly, really has a exactly. stop doing it. But you know, we give ourselves a reality check, and it's, and the Spirit does. He gives us a reality check and say, "Wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm over here. You know, I'm right here." And um, then we have to say, "Okay, okay." Take a few deep breaths and say, "Okay, God, let me let me just remember that." I'm not walking out this journey by myself. I'm walking with my Lord and Savior, Jesus, through the power of his Holy Spirit. And you know what, Judy? There's one other thing that I'm sitting here looking. I'm thinking about the scripture. And and it talks about that where Paul says he's praying always for, for the believers. And then he says, God will count you worthy of this calling. And I Mm. thought about, you know, even in the matter of taking care of our bodies. Now, it's true that, you know, our spirit man is um, is perfect, but our flesh isn't. We're not perfect in our flesh, but our spirit is renewed. Um, However, he says that he's going to count us worthy. He wants to count us worthy of this calling. And I thought about how there's that balance, like you mentioned, about the between the spirit and the body. And um, it says um, in one of the scriptures that we're going to have to give an account for what we've done in these bodies, too. And um, we have to remember that it's all about sharing the life of Christ with other people. So that's one of the main reasons why we want to take care of ourselves and practice good health habits. You know, of course, looking good is nice, but it's all about having that energy and vitality so that we can run our race well in the Lord and be able to stand before him and glorify and just glorify him with the people who are in our lives and then be able to give a good report. Of course, he's going to know anyway, but I'm just saying exactly. he's going to know anyway. But I'm saying to be able to know within ourselves that we have done what we could do to glorify our Lord because he's worthy. He's so worthy. Of this, uh, and um, and that really just overwhelms me to think about all that Jesus has done for us. So the least we can do is to share Him with other people, right? Yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, and before we go, I want to reflect on the last um, phrase of those two passages, which is according to the grace of our God and Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. Mm. according to his grace. It just all goes back to, we can't, 
he can, he has, he will in his grace. Absolutely. Absolutely. And through his grace, he gives us everything that we need to fulfill our calling in him. And it's about knowing that that's true and then walking according to that truth in faith by his power. And that's Mm -hmm. really the bottom line of it. And it's a day by day process. But again, we, we don't walk it alone that we always have the power of his spirit with us. And with that, we can finish this race well. Now, because you have a very profound story about uh, grand weight loss and really using the word to battle the flesh to uh, get to where you are today, do you have some final words for our listeners on how to specifically take this idea of letting go and um, releasing, surrendering to the spirit, specific relative to some things that, how that, that concept, how you, I guess, did that Mm -hmm. specifically when you were on your journey? Yes. Um, Actually, it really started at the beginning of my day because I really saw myself as like a soldier in Christ. And I said to myself, well, if I'm a soldier, then I need my general to order my day. So I would start my day in prayer at the beginning because I recognized that even though I did not know what challenges I would face that God knew and I trusted in him. So I had my morning prayer in quiet time. And that was something that I did. And also, in addition, I journaled out what I plan to eat that particular day. So I did some pre-planning at the beginning because I figured that as I went through the day, if there was something that changed, I could always make adjustments, but I would give myself a path to follow, which is what discipline is really. It's just following a path of instruction. Following a path of instruction and having a teachable spirit. That's the number one thing was um, in addition to having God order my private time, my time with prayer, um, being plugged in through God throughout the day, maintaining a thankful heart, because as I maintain a thankful heart and thank God, then I would hear the quiet whispers of the Holy Spirit also say, go here, do this, do that. So from a practical standpoint, I relied upon God to through prayer and communication, through planning out my day and asking for his help and planning my day and what I was going to eat exercise I was going to do and then maintaining a thankful heart throughout the day because that kept me in the right mindset. So even if I stumbled or made a mistake, then I knew that God would give me wisdom to show me, okay, I knew that was going to happen, but this is how you recover and having that confidence as well. So uh, very practical things um, for recognizing God's power in this journey. Right. Right, right. Well, I am just grateful. I I am just grateful to have a God who is willing to take the wheel. Amen. Amen. And he is, is he, and yeah, he's the best driver. He's the best driver. He's the best driver. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Well, I just always appreciate having a little uh, unwrapping the word time with you. Yes. Would you like to close us out? I sure will. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, we serve such a great and awesome God. There really aren't enough superlatives to describe how wonderful you are. So, Lord, we just thank you so much for the opportunity that you have counted us worthy 
of uh, the high calling of following Jesus Christ in our lives. And Lord, we just ask for your continued strength, your continued power, which you have already given to us by your grace. We thank you so much, Lord, that you are opening up doors for us that no man can close, that you are walking this journey with us step by step, day by day. And by your wisdom, you have given us exactly what we need at the right time to continue to keep moving forward. Lord, I pray for our listeners, Lord, that they always remember that it's by your power and your strength that they are getting this done so that they don't look at themselves and look to themselves in their own flesh, which is weak. But in you, we are strong. So, Lord, continue to strengthen to help and uphold our listeners on this journey because our desire is to uphold the name of our Lord Jesus Christ so that he may be glorified in us and we in him. So Lord, we just thank you that you've begun a good work in us and you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. And Father, we just Ask for your continued blessing and guidance to us on this podcast so that the words that we deliver fall on good ground and yield an abundant harvest in the lives of our listeners. And not only them, Father, but also their family and all their generations that all will come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and walk this journey, which is so worthy and be faithful in it. So we thank you, Lord, and we give you praise, glory, and honor in everything. And it's in Jesus's mighty name that we pray. Amen. Amen, sister. God is good. He's good. God is good. <laughs> Let's finish where we started. Yes, absolutely. Which is God is good. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you have a blessed week, my friend. And I count the minutes until we get to do this again. It's always uplifts my spirit. Yes, mine too, sister. Mine too. God bless you. Have a great week. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Stirring Words. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss a session. And please tell your friends about us. If you'd like to dig deeper into this week's message, you can reach Kim at TakeBackYourTemple.com and Judy at HolyHealthClub.com. Until next week, may you be stirred by God's transformative word.